greet your neighbor and just say, hey neighbor, this is the praise he deserves from me. One, two, three, give it to him right now. Give it to him right now. Hallelujah, I said give it to him right now. The Bible said, ascribe to the Lord the glory that is due his name. Give it to him right now. Just give him some praise. Well, who's ready for the word? If you're ready, shout, bring it on. I'm here today to talk about my favorite subject. And it's not fried chicken, come on. It's the Holy Spirit. And uh, we're racing to Pentecost Sunday. Are there any spirit-filled believers in the house? Now, I wanted to get us ready for Pentecost Sunday, and I'm teaching this series called I Am Supernatural. So, so just poke your neighbor like that and just say, hey, I'm supernatural. Say, I, tell, tell your other neighbor, I am supernatural. Say, aren't you glad you're sitting by me? Yeah, 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 you could have been sitting by that person back there, but you sat by Supernatural today. I, I really, by the end of this series, now listen to me, I don't want you just to know about the Holy Spirit, I want you to know the Holy Spirit. So we're going somewhere today. So we're looking at John 14, 15 through 17. Now bear in mind, this all happens in about three chapters in one night. Jesus is talking to his disciples. He's about to be marred and mangled and mutilated. He's going to die and rise. But it's a process that he's trying to prepare his disciples for. But he was letting them know that even though there are hard times ahead, you ain't going to be alone. Hallelujah. So here we look at verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. In other words, he said, don't just tell me you love me, show me. How many of you get a little weary of people who say they love you, but then they don't show it? Oh, that was free right there. But it says, and I will pray to the Father and he will give you another helper, an allos parakletos in the Greek. Somebody just like me is what that means. That he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, watch it now, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. Hallelujah. I want to teach for a few minutes about who the, who, who the Holy Ghost is, who the Holy Spirit is, and what he is to me. If you want to get in this anointing, I'm going to teach you. Slip up your hands. You by live stream, get ready. You ought to share it. Thousands of people are going to join us and we're going to change the world with the gospel of Jesus. Father, thank you that right now your spirit is in this room. I pray, God, that you will teach us more about the Holy Ghost. We thank you now in Jesus' name. And everybody shout amen. amen. All right, give the Lord a clap if you love him. Be seated. I believe one of the greatest tricks of the enemy that gives him the ability to hold back God's very best for your life is trying to keep you in the dark about the Holy Spirit. He doesn't want you to understand the power of the Holy Spirit and, and his work in your life. And I'm going to take a few minutes and I want to show you who the Holy Spirit is and I want to show you what he is in your life. How many of you want the Holy Spirit to be at work in your life? Come on. So we're gonna learn today. Now, now hear me. Let's talk a little bit about the Godhead. We call it the Trinity. Now we understand that God is one God. Somebody say one God. And he is eternally revealed in three persons. Now this is intense. This is deep water. You say, well, I've got a full grasp on it. Nobody has a full grasp on the mysteries of God. How can one God be three? But he's one God, watch this, eternally revealed in three dimensions, three persons. And those persons that he has eternally revealed himself in is God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And our understanding is based on Scripture. You gotta have your foundation in the Word of God. 
Because if you don't, some folk will drop by your house and tell you a bunch of lies and you'll believe it. Can I get a witness in this house? They come to see me every now and again, you know, the Jehovah's Witnesses. They don't believe in the Holy Spirit. They believe he's a force. He's not a force, honey. He's the third person in the Trinity. Every bit as much God as God himself. They knocked on my door a while back and I went to the door, hallelujah. I didn't even brush my teeth. I had morning breath and everything. I opened the door, they said, they said, we're Jehovah's Witness. I said, no way. They said, yes, we're Jehovah's Witness. I said, me too. I said, I've been witnessing for Jehovah 30 years. They said, for real, where at? I said, you know that church up there on the corner of I-95 and 40 at Granada Boulevard? I said, I preach Jehovah every week right there. You should have seen them get out of my house so fast, baby. But it's God the Father, Jesus Christ, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Three revealed from one God. How many of you know that in Genesis 1:26, when God said, let us make man in our own image, he wasn't schizophrenic. When he said, let us, us, is the Hebrew word Elohim. It translates God's plural, most often translated God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, or God's three. It's most often translated in three, so you see, even from the beginning of creation, that the Holy Spirit was there. God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, the Holy Ghost was there at creation, and he manifests himself, this one God, in three ways. It's kind of like, an, uh, like water. You know, water can manifest in three ways. It can, be, it can be water, a liquid. It can be ice, a solid. And then if you boil it, it can become a steam. And that's the same way God is. He manifests himself eternally in these three ways. And, and we understand the first person in the Trinity. We understand God the Father. We all identify with the Father. He's our Abba. He's our Father. We've all longed for or had protective and loving fathers. That's an easy concept for us to grasp. We all understand the Father. We, we readily identify with the Father. But then, then there's the manifestation of Jesus and the truth is, Jesus is the one that we probably most readily identify and understand because he's our savior. Come on. He took our place. He, 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 he's our healer. He's our Lord. He's our, our Messiah. He's our soon and coming king. When we need healing, we call on Jesus. When we need breakthrough, we call on Jesus. When we need peace, we call on Jesus. When we want to bind the devil, we call on Jesus. When we're in trouble, we call on Jesus. When we lose our way, we call on Jesus. He's, he's fantastic, y'all. Jesus is familiar. We love Jesus. If you want to see me lose my mind, let me talk about Jesus. James just sang, Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, and shouted so much that he had to go shout over there. Come on, somebody. Because when you start talking about Jesus, to know him is to love him. If you can't get excited about Jesus, I feel sorry for you. If you can't get excited about a Savior, I feel sorry for you. If you can't clap about Jesus, I don't know. You see, we weep over Jesus. We celebrate Jesus. We identify with Jesus. If you want to see me sweat, let me start worshiping Jesus. The old folk used to say, can't nobody do me like Jesus because he's my friend. He's Jesus. He's with us. He's powerful. He's unstoppable. He's a savior. He's a redeemer. He's a provider. He's a crack deliverer. He's a marriage restorer. He's a bridge over troubled water. He's a way right out of no way. He's peace in the storm. He's joy when I'm sad. He's strength when I'm weak. He's bread when I'm hungry. Oh, you can't outlive him and you can't live without him. Can I get a witness in the house? He's unstoppable. He's undeniable. I'm so glad that I don't waste my time talking about Buddha. Buddha's all right, but Buddha needs to lay off the white rice. Can I get a witness in the house? 
It ain't about Buddha. It ain't about Allah. It ain't about Krishna. There is one name under heaven whereby men must be saved. It's J-E-S-U-S. Long as I got King Jesus, he's my doctor, he's my lawyer, he's my teacher, he's my leader. Oh, does anybody love Jesus today? Let me hear from the Jesus lovers in the house. Oh, man, I get Jesus. I identify with Jesus. He, he put skin on. He became us. He, he walked and talked on the earth. He lived the life that I'm living right now. So I understand Jesus. But then there is this third person called the Holy Spirit. He is the most active and present part of the Godhead as it relates to your life. He is the Holy Spirit and Jesus himself said he dwells with you and he shall be in you. He's with us and he's in us, yet most church folk even are in the dark as it relates to the Holy Spirit. He's all present, he's all powerful, he's available, he's passionate about you. He's your alos paracletos. He's the same as Jesus. He loves you just like Jesus. Whatever Jesus wants for you, he wants for you. Whatever battle Jesus gives you the power to win, the Holy Ghost will give you the, powerful, the, 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 the power to win. But to most believers, he's a mystery. And often when you talk about the Holy Spirit, people either really get excited or they really get nervous. Come on, I travel somewhere several weeks out of the month often and, and I go to some churches and talk about the Holy Spirit and people get tight in their hineys. Come on. You ever had your hiney get tight? The pastor starts talking about something you don't like and you just chew the seat up. Somebody's doing it right now. Just tighten right up. Come on. And some churches I go to, man, the people get nervous when I talk about the Holy Spirit. But other churches I go to, when I talk about the Holy Spirit, man, they're throwing a party. I wonder what kind of church I'm in today. Am I in that church where when I talk about the Holy Spirit, something gets inside of you and says, yeah, bring it on, bring it on. See, the problem is I understand the Holy Spirit and, 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 and I've heard people say, well, you know, Pastor, Ah, sh sh this lady I know, she received the power of the Holy Spirit. She was even baptized in the Holy Spirit. And she got really weird. I mean, I, I couldn't even go to the Cracker Barrel with her. She was weird. You say, Pastor, what do you have to say about that? I say, don't blame the Holy Spirit on that. The, the, the truth is, when weird people act weird, they were weird long before they ever connected with the Holy Ghost. How many of you have known people that were weird? And when they got the Holy Spirit, they were just weird with the Holy Spirit. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Because weird people were weird. And if you could talk to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit would say, I think they're weird too. The Holy Spirit does not make you weird. If you're weird, you're already weird. There's a few weird people sitting around you, but don't try to figure out who it is. Come on. The truth is, the Holy Spirit doesn't make you weird. The Holy Spirit makes you powerful. The Holy Spirit makes you wonderful. The Holy Spirit makes, oh, come on. Now, watch this. I want to show you who the Holy Spirit is and, and, and what he is in your life. So. I thought about being really theological today. I was going to say he's your advocate. I was going to talk more about the Allos Paracletos. We were going to get deep. Come on, somebody. I was going to be theological, hermeneutical, homiletical, exegetical. Come on. I've got my PhD, my Pentecostal hairdo. I'm smarter than you think I am. Come on. I was going to stand up here and just try to go deep. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, be practical. He said, break it down in a way that people can understand it. He said, I don't want the Holy Spirit to be a mystery anymore. Because see, the Holy Spirit is inside of you. And it's time for you to start understanding who's inside of you. It shouldn't be a mystery. It shouldn't be something you're scared of, something you're afraid of. You know, you got something inside of you, your power inside of you, someone inside of you. 
you. So I'm just going to break it down tonight and Wednesday night in real simple terms. If you're ready, shout, I'm ready. Okay, now what you got to understand about him, the Holy Spirit is not an it. He is a divine person. Somebody say he's a divine person. The Holy Spirit has power. Now get that in your, in your, in, in your heart. The, the, the Jehovah Witnesses, the Watchtower Society, they say he's just a force and, and that he just has, that, that all he is is a force that has power. But understand this, the Holy Spirit is more than just power. He is a person and he has power. And here's the good news, all that power lives in us. <laughs> Glory to God. Now, now, I don't have a better friend than him. He, he is a person, and because he is a person, the Holy Spirit has a personality. In other words, he knows, he feels, he wills, he understands, he speaks, he moves, he lives, he, he has joy, he gets jealous, he gets grieved. Romans 8 uh, 27 describes him as a he because Romans 8 27 along with many other verses in the New Testament it says he who searches the hearts knows what is the mind and will of the spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God Paul said he speaks he creates hallelujah he judges and the Holy Spirit is a person and a person has a personality he has the feelings and the thoughts and emotions that he's touched with the feelings the Bible says of your infirmities when when, when you feel weak he, he feels that weakness for you when you feel sad he he's sad because of your sadness and he wants to come and provide whatever it is that will make you feel strong and make you feel joy he's touched with the feelings of your infirmities he's not detached from you glory be to God the Holy Spirit isn't vague he's not barely there he's not impersonal unthinking or detached from your life the next thing about the Holy Spirit is this he is fully God. He's not a souped-up angel. Come on now. He's fully God. He's every bit as much God as God himself. The Holy Spirit is omnipotent. That means he's all-powerful. He's omniscient. That means he's all-knowing. He's omnipresent. That means he's everywhere all at once. When I say I have the Holy Spirit and my friend in Atlanta has the Holy Spirit, that doesn't mean I have his toe and my friend has his finger. I got all of him inside of me. I've got every bit of the Holy Spirit inside of me. Every attribute of God is inside of me. I've got omniscience inside of me. I've got omnipresence inside of me. I've got om om omnipotent inside of me. I've got more than enough inside of me. I've got a way maker inside of me. I've got God inside of me. Tell your neighbor, he's God and he's in me. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's God and he's in me. He's inside of me. And the Holy Spirit is all that, 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 listen, listen, the Holy Spirit is all that and all that is in me and therefore I am supernatural. Because he's in me, I am supernatural. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor. Because the Holy Spirit lives inside of me, I am supernatural. I'm dangerous. I'm dangerous. I'm a devil binder. Come on. I, I, listen, I, I, I have power over the enemy because he lives inside of me. I don't walk in fear. I walk in faith because he lives inside of me. I got more than enough of everything that I need. I know he knows what I don't know. He can do what I can't do. He understands what I don't understand and why he works right here. <laughs> he's working on my children. He's working on my marriage because he's everywhere that I'm not yet. He's inside of me. I am supernatural. I want all the supernatural folk to make a little noise in the house. So, so he's God. Somebody say he's fully God. Who the Holy Spirit is gives him the power to be what he is in our lives. So we're going to break it down and we're going to make it real simple to understand. We're not going to be so deep that you're going to walk out of here going, what was pastor trying to say? No, we're going to break it right down. So here it goes. Number one, the Holy Spirit is my personal trainer. If you could see me in the spirit, come on. 
in the spirit I'm and all this looks better with clothes on trust me somebody but in the Holy Spirit man I'm being trained in the Holy Spirit man I'm, I'm building muscles and and I train with this guy I've trained with him for years his name is Frank he's my trainer probably for four, since I was 40 years old and I'm 53 right now and I have a love-hate relationship with Frank he comes on Easter and he comes on Christmas I prayed for his daughter. God healed his daughter right in the emergency room. We knelt right in his gym and prayed and God moved. And he sat here at Christmas and, and he lifted his hand, our Easter, and lifted his hand for salvation. How many of you believe God's saving Frank and bringing him into the kingdom in a mighty way? But I love Frank when I'm leaving, but I don't love Frank when I'm arriving. When I'm arriving, I'm like, I can't stand him because I know he's about to inflict the pain on me. And let me tell you something. Understand that the Holy Spirit is your personal trainer. In Luke 4, Jesus is about to begin his, 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 his powerful miracle ministry at the next level. And the Bible said Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left Jordan and was led by the Spirit. Check it out into the wilderness where for 40, the number of free, uh, preparation for 40 days, he was tempted of the devil. Now watch this, Jesus had a personal trainer and that personal trainer was the Holy Spirit. A personal trainer challenges you. A personal trainer will take you and get you ready for the next thing in your life. See, the Holy Spirit will guide you in the places you don't want to go in order to train you for the places you have always dreamed to go. Oh, I got about 20% of you that got that. He'll take you into seasons and, and, and through times where you don't want to be, but he'll take you into places you don't want to go in order to train you for the places you have always dreamed to go. See, there's some places you can't go until you get prepared, until you get ready, until you go through some stuff. Your desert is not a desert of disaster. Your desert is a desert of destiny. It's a desert of development. God will get you ready. See, the Holy Spirit led you into some unwanted seasons to bring you into some unimaginable seasons help me Holy Spirit he led you in places you didn't want to go he led you with people you'd rather not have been with he led you in times that you didn't like he led you through dry times through hard times through lean times just like he led Jesus into the desert see there's some deserts we're trying to blame the devil for it there's some deserts we're trying to blame people for it but the Spirit said I, I led you through that time because I want you to understand what you don't understand right now. I'm developing you in in the desert. See, here's the truth. I've been through some deserts in my life and some of those deserts I thought were sent to kill me were actually the deserts that God used to develop me and I wouldn't be who I am today without my desert. Ha, ha. See, the Holy Spirit is that way. He'll lead you to develop your destiny. And destiny does not come into fruition until the Holy Spirit takes you through preparation. Jesus depended on the Holy Spirit to condition him for his destiny. The Holy Spirit led Jesus not just to a desert, but a desert with a devil in it. Oh. Y'all don't make me come down there. What do you do when not only am I in a desert, I'm in a desert with a devil in it. I'm not only in a dry time, it's like people around me are acting like the devil. The people that ought to be for me are tearing me down. I got player haters. I got people standing up against me. I got folks, oh yeah. They in my family, they got my last name. I've got folks who ought to be with, now I'm in a desert and I got a devil in the desert. What do you do when you get in the desert and you got a devil in the desert? See, sometimes God will let you in a desert with a devil in it to let you and the devil know both who has the power and that is the Holy Spirit in your life. Somebody's in a desert right now. I need more right here. Somebody's in a desert right now, and they're in a desert where it feels like the enemy has gotten you there, but let me tell you, when you come out of that desert, you're gonna come out of that desert with so much power, the devil is gonna wish he would've never met you in the desert. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. <laughs> 
See, sometimes you go through a desert. You think, oh man, the devil led me to the desert. No. The Spirit will lead you there. But I, I listen, you walk in that desert weak, but you walk out of it strong. You walk in that desert with fear of the devil, but you walk out of that desert and the devil has a fear of you and the power that works inside of you. Listen to me in this room. The enemy doesn't want you to know it, but you needed that dry place. The enemy doesn't want you to know it, but you needed that time. You needed that sleepless night. You needed that moment. You, the Holy Spirit put you there. It made you desperate. It made you thirsty. It made you stronger. It made you dangerous. It made you, oh, Jesus. It made you, oh, God. It made you who you are. If you wouldn't have been in that desert, you would still be chicken little, scared of everything. But now, you can't mess with me, devil. I've been in the desert in the middle of the night, and I know God still makes a way right out of no way. Tell your neighbors, say, sit there if you want to. But I got to praise him over my desert. I got to praise him over what he told me in the desert. When your friends didn't respond to you, when folks quit texting you back, when church people got funny, when things went crazy, God said, I'll let you in that desert to show you they never were your source anyway. I always was your source. <clears throat> see, see, he, he's, my, he's my personal trainer. Be seated. Somebody say, he's my personal trainer. Oh, come on, I said, say, he's my personal trainer. Yeah, 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 ooh, Jesus. He's my personal trainer. That's why, that, that, hold that organ just for a minute. That's why when you walk into the desert, when you walk into trouble, when you walk into trials, don't walk in it like God's not on your side. Don't walk in it like God's not for you. Don't walk in it like he, he doesn't know where you're at. He's inside of you. And when you come out of that desert, you're gonna come out delivered, hallelujah. You're gonna come out with more power. Ugh. I needed that desert. I, I didn't even know it, but I needed it. I remember some deserts I've been through, some times I went through that I didn't understand. But man, when I came out of it, I said, devil, you're gonna rue the day that you ever mess with me. You're gonna rue the day that you ever touched my son. You're gonna rue the day that you ever bothered with my daughter. You're gonna rue the day, cause now I know him like I couldn't have known him before. I learned about the Holy Spirit in the desert. If you're thankful, give God a praise in the house right now. So, so, so number one, watch. Number one, who is he? Say it. He's my personal trainer. But number two, he's my BFF. Tell your neighbor, he's my BFF. Oh, come on, push your neighbor and say, he's my BFF. I can call him anytime, he's my BFF. He's my best friend forever. I've had friends come and I've had friends go, but I got a BFF who came to stay. Got down inside of me, he's my BFF. You say, is he better than a bay? Pastor Rader, do you have a bay? Let me tell you, if bay stands for bacon and eggs, I love bay. Can I get a witness? But I got a BFF. Let me tell you about my BFF. When people attack your purpose, tell them, let me tell you about my BFF. When they tell you you can't do it, say, let me tell you about my BFF. When they tell you your children can't be saved, say, let me tell you about my BFF. When they tell you you can't have the job, say, let me tell you about my BFF. When they, uh, when they tell you you can't get the degree, let me tell you about my BFF. Anybody got a BFF that's inside of you? See, here's what the devil does not want you to know. He, he, he does not want you to know that your very best friend, hallelujah, is living inside of you. 
You don't have a better friend than the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I tell you very truly, it is good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. In other words, Jesus is saying here to these disciples, his followers, in three chapters in one night, that's those three chapters are revolving around his conversation. They couldn't even get it. He said, it's to your advantage that I leave. It's to your advantage that I die. It's to your advantage that I'm beaten. It's to your advantage that I go to the cross, that I shed my blood, that I lay in a cold grave. It's to your advantage that I rise on the third day. It's even to your advantage that after I rise, I'm taken away into heaven. And they're probably sitting there saying, what on earth? How could it be an advantage if you leave? See, the issue was Jesus had bound himself to flesh. He had became flesh and he came down and, and he was bound by flesh and he could only be pulled in so many places. He was not omnipresent. He, he couldn't, he had to be, if he was in Jerusalem, that's where he was in Jerusalem. He said, but I'm about to send you somebody who will be your BFF who will be your alos paracletos, and you will have any time access to him. He's gonna get down inside of you, and you will access him any time. John, you'll have him, and Peter, you'll have him, and, and Andrew, you'll have him, and he'll be deep down inside of you. He'll, you'll have any time access. Tell your neighbor, any time access. Yeah, 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 you won't have to search for him. You won't have to try to find him. See, some of y'all say, I just need to feel the Holy Ghost. Baby, he's already in you. I'm just searching for the Holy Ghost. You don't have to search for the Holy Ghost. He's inside of you. He's not going to make you wait. Come on in and take a ticket. And then when they call your number, have you ever had to wait all day? Have you, uh, listen, I Delta Airlines, that's what I fly. And I've called them before on the phone, are you listening to me? And they tell me, you can expect a four hour and 55 minute wait time. Would you like to leave your number? I'm like, I would like to leave more than that, but I'm a pastor and a Christian. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Pray for me, y'all, he's working on me. But I'm glad that when it comes to the Holy Ghost, he is inside of me 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I have anytime access. Somebody say anytime access. See, the Bible said, I will ask of the Father and he will give you another comforter or an advocate and he will be with you forever. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him for he lives with you, for he lives with you and will be in you. In everything I go through, honey, I ain't alone. Every mountain, every issue, every trial, the Holy Spirit will stick right by your side. If you'll be honest today, there are some things that you made it through. There's some stuff, some stuff that you've come over. There's some decisions that you've made. There, there, there's some things that you've been able to, to navigate when people left you and church folk got funny, when people stopped texting you back and family got sketchy at best, when your friends couldn't see the big picture, the Holy Spirit was inside of you and said, I got you, I got you, I got you. See, the truth is, He's an anytime God. My anytime God provides anytime anointing. Huh. Somebody say anytime. anytime. See, my best buddy is Troy McCoy. Y'all don't know that about us. I was best man in his wedding, he was best man in mine. But there's a time when I call Troy, he always answers. But about 10.30 at night, he gonna send even me to voicemail. Y'all pray for Pastor Troy. He's losing his way. Can I get a witness? But I'm so glad huh, that when I call the Lord, he doesn't send me the voicemail. But he's inside of me. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Have you ever called somebody and you're trying to call a business and they, they're, they're putting you here and putting you there 
to speak to so-and-so, press two. To speak to so-and-so, press four. If you, and you, every, you get a tape recording after tape recording, and then they put you on hold, and you get that terrible music. You're like, I want to talk to somebody on the road again. I just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is, and then you press another button. Can I talk to somebody? Press three, and then they put you back. I write the songs that make the whole, yo. And you're like, I want to talk to somebody right now. And you press another button, and then they give you, and then you're back. Celebrate good times. Come on. And you jam on that one for a little while, you're like, there's a party going on right here. But usually you don't get cool in the game. Come on, somebody. See, some of y'all just completely checked out, just saying, oh, my Lord, he lost the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is laughing inside of me right now because he thinks I'm a trip too. Come on, somebody. When are you going to get rid of that stuffy religious holier than thou and realize you've got a BFF baby that is with you all the time? <laughs> when you call him, he answers. Tell your neighbor, my BFF provides any time anointing. Tell your neighbor, any time anointing. I can call on him any time. And the anointing breaks the yoke. I can call on him anytime. My BFF provides an anytime security. That means, honey, we can trust him to take care of things. He can take care of issues. My BFF provides an anytime deposit. What does that mean? The Bible said he set his seal of ownership on us and has put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. He's in you. Anytime anointing. Anytime. I don't have to work up for the anointing. I'm anointed. I'm anointed. You know why I'm anointed? Because the anointed one lives in me. My BFF provides anytime security. And listen, he provides whatever I need whenever I need it. And here's the truth. Hebrews 3 says, I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. Here's what the enemy does not want you to know. God's got too much invested in you to let you fail. God's put too much in you. You hear me, worship leader? I release the anointing of the Holy Spirit in your life. Stand up. She leads worship in Lake City. I release fresh oil from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. You're going to lead by the Holy Ghost. Come here and stand behind her. God said he's breathing on you today. God said you haven't understood the journey. But God said he had to take you through the desert because he was developing you. The Lord said, now when you stand up and worship, you worship from another place. He's got too much invested in you. Tell your neighbor, I'm too valuable. Mm. You think he's going to let go of you? You're too valuable. What's your name? I want to tell you something. You're too valuable to the Lord. Your purpose is too valuable. You're too precious to Him. <laughs> he ain't going to let you go. He loved you so much, He put the Holy Ghost in you. Mm. Tell your neighbor, He loved me so much, He put Himself in me. Uh, uh, he's got too much invested in me to let me go. So here's what you got to understand. Who is He? He's God. He's omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient, 
Two words, I'm not science. That means he knows everything. He's inside of you. He's inside of you. Uh, people say, are you a know-it-all? Say, no, but I got the know-it-all in me. <laughs> and I'm going to talk to you about how the Holy Spirit will pray through you. And you know, we pray crazy stuff. Ain't you glad God didn't answer every prayer you prayed? What if you would have married that joker? Come on, somebody. What if you would have really got that one? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I dare you right now to thank God for every prayer he didn't answer. Some of the crazy stuff you prayed. But the Holy Spirit will get inside of you. And even when you pray craziness, he'll start praying. Hey, that's not me. That's the Holy Ghost. She, na, 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 ma, 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 kasata. He starts fixing it and praying through me because he's omniscient. He knows everything. Hmm. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. So that means, Mama, while you pray right here in Daytona, <laughs> while you're praying in Daytona, he's moving in Dayton. Ha! Yes. Yes. While I'm praying right here, he's moving right there. He's omni, he's omnipotent. What is potency? Omnipotence, it speaks of power. Let me tell you about my best friend. I got all-knowing, all-present, and all-power inside of me. And sometimes he leads me in the desert. I remember when I went through the desert about... When we got in this new building and I thought, man, it's over. The economy's crashing. What have I done? Lord, what have I done? I couldn't even talk to Dawn about it. Man, I was so fighting to hang on to what the Lord had given us. Huh. You know, sometimes you can't talk to nobody. Can I get a witness in the house? But it was like the Holy Ghost said, I'm taking you through that desert because I'm going to develop you. And let me tell you, I say this in humility, and I say it with glory to God. I was, I was bad in my 30s. I was, I was bad in my 40s. But I'm bad in my 50s. In my 50s, I don't sweat the devil. In my 50s, I sleep good. In my 50s, I bind the devil and he knows he's been bound. You know why? Because it ain't my first rodeo. I've been through too many deserts to give up. He's got too much in me invested and I shall. I dare you right now to give God a praise if you ain't gonna give up. Now I preach from my journey. Now I sing from my journey. Now I worship from my journey. You can't tell me he's not my friend. You can't tell me he won't make a way for me. You can't tell me he can't do it. I've been through too many deserts. He's come through too many times. So, stand up everybody. So here he is. He's my BFF. Tell your neighbor, he's my BFF. Uh -huh. He's my personal trainer. Tell somebody, he's my personal trainer. Somebody right now, you're in a season you don't understand. You've been blaming the devil. Instead of blaming the devil, start binding the devil. Instead of blaming him, he, listen, the devil is so whack that when you blame him, he takes it as praise. When you blame, that devil is tormenting me. He says, bring it on. The devil is overwhelming me. He's taking that as praise. He takes that as praise. Every time you tell him that he, the devil has just had so much power in my life, he's just been trying me. He's taking that as praise. What you need to say is, dog, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And what is inside of me is omnipotent. What is inside of me is omniscient. What is it? Hey, 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 hey. So we're going to be talking about him. Who wants to learn more about the Holy Spirit? We're going to learn about 
what, what you got when you got saved, when you did not receive the Spirit. We're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about the fullness of the Spirit. Man, we're going to learn some stuff. We found out today he's my BFF, and he's my, he's my personal trainer. But Wednesday night, we're going to find out he's my stopwatch. He's my battery pack. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. We're going to find out he's my miracle seed. Hallelujah. Uh, he's the down payment of every promise that is coming my way. Glory to God. Even when I don't see it, he's down inside of me. Say, just wait. Just wait. Didn't I tell you I'd save your children? Just wait. Didn't I tell you I was moving? Just wait. Oh, come on. How many of you are glad you got the miracle seed of the Holy Spirit? So with heads bowed and eyes closed and no one looking around, if you're here today and you'd say, Pastor Rayleigh, man, I need this Jesus that you're talking about. And when you pray for somebody, Pastor Rayleigh, I want you to pray for me because I'm not where I need to be with God. There's things that alienate me from him that separate me from him. I don't walk in that power because there's sin in my life. And since you're praying anyway, Jim Rayleigh, I want you to pray for me. If that's you, when I count to three, raise your hand. Are you ready? Pray for me, Pastor. One, I need to get sin out of my life because I want power in my life. Two, hands are being lifted. Since you're praying anyway, Pastor, pray for me. Three, raise that hand right now. Pray for me, Pastor. Pray for me, Pastor. Pray for me, Pastor. I want to get it right with me and Jesus today. Hold that hand up. Hold it up. Come on. Hands are being lifted across the room. I'm lending you five more seconds. If you need to raise your hand, raise it now. Five, four, raise it. Yes, I see it. Three. Two, one. Now, if you raise your hand and you're really ready for a new season, a season of empowerment and redemption, hold that hand up. Come on, if you raise it up and hold it up again. And I want you to move right here to the front. And I want to pray with you. If somebody next to you has their hand up, I want you to move back so they can come because this is going to represent their new life. Begin to move all over the room. Begin to move all over the room. Come on. Come on. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Come on. Begin to move all over the room all over the room. Why don't you clap? They're coming from every section. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, you ought to clap and get excited. They're coming from across this room today. I bet if you'll clap, there's more that'll come. If you need to come, rush up here right now. I'm holding the door for you. You need to have a new start. You need to have a new beginning. That's it, honey. Come on. That's it, sir. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Look at all these young people. My goodness. Look at that. You're young, too. Praise the Lord. You're, you're not much more than a teenager. How old are you guys? 22? 36? You look young, man. I hope I stay young like you. I'm really 104 years old right now. How old are you? Okay. 22? 20, 20s and 30s in the house right now. I said 20s and 30s in the house. I said 20s and 30s, finding Jesus in the house. I want you guys to put your hand on your heart. I'm so proud of you guys. I want you to raise your other hand. Proud of you. Believe in you. Hands on your heart because that's what you're going to give to the Lord right now. Your hand is raised because this says I'm surrendering. So everybody pray this prayer after me loud and strong. Pray, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, please forgive me for all my sins. Take my heart, wash it clean in your precious blood. I want to be empowered, empowered by the Holy Spirit. But I've got to be washed afresh in forgiveness. I receive you now as my Savior, and I declare I'll never be the same. I'll never be the same. Hallelujah, I'll never be the same.
Glory to God. 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 I bless you, honey. I declare you'll never be the same. I declare it's a new beginning for you. You'll never be the same. Hallelujah. Come on. I declare the power of God over your life. It's a new beginning for you. You so needed this. You so needed this. His tears are good before him, honey. You so needed this moment with the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord said to tell you, you're valuable. You're precious. You're necessary. He loves you. You don't have to do anything to earn his love. He just loves you just like you are. Oh, hallelujah. I just bless you, honey. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I bless you, darling. In the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Let me minister. God's working for these precious people tonight, today. Bless you, darling. Hallelujah. Bless you in the name of Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to reach over and touch a neighbor on the shoulder right now. I want all you precious people to turn and go this way. I have a little something for you right over here. But I want you to hold that neighbor's shoulder. Man, isn't that good news? Don't you love to see people's lives change? Hold that neighbor's shoulder. Listen, whatever you do, don't miss Wednesday night. It's going to be powerful. Pastor Josh is going to close us in prayer. I'm going to be back in the back, and I would love to see all of you back there who are visiting with us that I haven't met. I'd love to meet you. God bless you. Pray with us, Josh. I don't know about you, but I'm leaving encouraged today. The Holy Spirit within us is for us. Amen? Hand on your shoulder. Don't miss Wednesday night. Don't forget about Chipotle today for Accelerate. Between 12 and 4, you can support them. Whew, I feel good today. God is good. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit, the governor of our life, the one who makes us know that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. The one that lets us know that if God be for us, what can be against us? The one that empowers us to do great and mighty things. So I pray today as we leave, let us not leave God with some just demonstration, but with the knowledge that you are eager to use us as we leave this place. I pray bring us back Wednesday ready to learn, Lord, to do more for you. In Jesus' name, if you believe it, somebody shout amen. God bless you. Hug somebody on the way out. Don't miss Wednesday night. We'll see you then. I am Supernatural. <laughs>